Hello everyone and welcome back to creating the universe you want to live, work, and play in. So we talked about hiring, hiring the right person for your home care agency and just taking your time. Well, today I want to talk about firing and how that is not the easiest thing to do. Not for me anyway. So recently I had to fire someone from my agency. In fact, um, I had to fire a couple people and I let them go because they were not doing the work and it wasn't the easiest thing to do. So I don't know if you ever had to um, fire someone before. I would love to know. Um, what did you do? How did you feel about it? Because um, I find it pretty difficult. Because um, I know that people, one, are counting on the job to pay their bills. And then, two, you really want it to work. You know, um, we don't hire people just to fire them. Just like you don't get married just to get divorced. You know, these are things that happen along the way. When... Um, it's just not a good fit. It's just not working out. Or maybe the person is just not ready for that position at the time. Maybe they need to go back and get some more skill sets and learn some more. Because let's face it, life is all about learning. You take every situation that you get and you learn from it. And you press on. So... Firing someone? Is it done over the phone? Is it done in person? Is it done on social media? Because <laughs> um, now we have that to contend with. Well, before I answer that question, let me tell you a story of the day that I got fired. So, the last time that I worked a mainstream job, I was working in an, an administrative position uh, for a while. Before that, I had been working in direct care with individuals who had intellectual disabilities and autism. And I enjoyed doing that work. However, I wanted to get into the um, administrative side of it. I wanted to learn a lot more. And so I took on this job and it was a really good job. One, I had a desk finally. <laughs> and then two, I began to go to trainings, lots of trainings. I began to go to conferences and learn about the industry because there was a lot to learn. And I am a lifelong learner. I love class. I love training. I like to learn new things. So when I found out that this organization was really big on trainings, that attracted me even more to stay in a position. Because remember, I think I said earlier in one of my podcasts, I was a job hopper. Um... So if I took on a job 
and just didn't like one little thing, I'd quit. It was pretty easy for me to do at the time because I didn't have any children. But once I did have a son, it became harder for me to just go from job to job to job. You might be experiencing that as well. So I'm working this job, going through the training, and I'm working in a department that I, I'm, I'm killing it in that department, and I want to move on to a new department. So I put in an application to go to a different department in that uh, same company, and I get that job. But the only thing is, it's a lateral move. And it's the same pay, but more hours. <clears throat> so I take that position. Excuse me for the cough. <laughs> I take that position and I worked that position for a year. Uh, the other position I did for a year. So now I'm there for two years and I'm killing it. So there's another department in the agency in fact, that is the department that I wanted to work in from the beginning. And now there was an opening. So I decided that I would go for that job. So I put in for that position in the other department in the same company. And I get it. Finally, I'm exactly where I want to be. And in this position, guess what? More training. So I got to do loads of training in this position. So any training that came up, I asked, could I do it? Any conference that came up, I asked, can I go? In fact, a conference came up that I was very interested in. And it was a, con a conference in which I would travel every weekend. Um, that was right up my alley. I was like, wow. So every weekend I get to go. Um, you know, to this conference and, and stay in a hotel overnight. And, you know, this is great. So that conference or training rather is, it lasted, um, a few months. And, um, so I did that and, um, another, another training similar to that came up where I got to travel, um, there was a lot of travel, actually. So I enjoyed it um, and enjoyed the learning process. And I became very good at what I was doing. So one day I got a case. And this case just reminded me so much of my own family because I had a sister with a disability. And when I got this case, I knew that if I could help this young man, it would really be a good thing because he was in trouble and he needed, needed a lot of help to get services and supports um, to give him a better quality of life. So I took on the case, but the people who were on the opposing side of the case, and oh, by the way, at the time I was an advocate so the people on the opposing side, they didn't quite like the way I was doing this case and they wanted me off of it. So they worked and worked my employer to get me taken off the case. And, and I was. 
So then I decided that I would help the person on my free time. I figured I can do that because this is America. (laughs) This is America. So apparently I couldn't work the case on my free time. And consequently, I was fired. And upon being fired for that, it just led to a spinoff of me deciding that it's time to open my own business. After 30 years of working for someone else, I believe that it was time for me to stand on my own two feet in a sense and make it work for me and live by the rules that I create and live in the world and that I I wanted to create my own universe. And um, I began doing that. In fact, that firing of that position was the catalyst for me to open my own home care agency. Although when I opened the company, it was a nonprofit organization and I didn't actually open the home care agency department until six years later. So it took some time before I even got to this point. And that is something that I want you to take away from from this podcast is that things do take time. You have to learn. You have to understand what it is that you're doing, whatever you're going into business with. And then you implement that And then after you implement it, it's all about learning what you're doing, learning how to do it better. You know, it it just doesn't stop with you opening your business. It's just beginning. You know, it doesn't stop and all of a sudden, hey, I'm a business owner. It, it, It starts and hey, I'm a business owner. And let me learn and try to be the best business owner I can possibly be because you are going to make mistakes. You are going to fall and you're going to have to get back up. You're not just going to stay down because this is what you're here to do. Or at least you think it's what you're here to do for now. And it may be leading to something else, bigger and better. You don't know. Just because you opened the business doesn't mean it stops there and you don't open another business or a different business. Your story continues. And in this world, one thing that I do know is that it is all about growth. Look at the human condition. We grow. We are born into the world, babies, And then we grow, if we live long enough, into older people. I'm going to say older, not old. (laughs) 
So it's all about growth. Everything is about change. We see it every single day in our lives, even though we close our eyes at at night and then we wake back up in the morning and seemingly it seems like it's the same day, but it's not. Every day is new, it's different, and it's an opportunity for you to change your life, to change your universe. So if you are on this entrepreneurial journey, and and if you want to open your your own home care agency, it can be done. You can do it. But my suggestion is that you study, that you know what you're doing, that you hire the right people to help you open that agency. And then once you open it, here comes the work because you have to cultivate it into the baddest business that you want it to be. And I mean, not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. And you want to put your philosophies in there and you put your own spin on it. You just don't do what everybody else is doing. You know, we don't want cookie cutter companies. We really don't. Once you get your niche in there and it's not cookie cutter, you will be successful. You will bounce back from mistakes if you have the determination and you really want to you don't have to fall you don't have to fail it's all about getting back up on that horse that you got thrown off of you know I used to roller skate as a kid and I never could get get it down and do those moves the way I saw the other kids doing those cool moves in the Roller rink. And that was mainly because I didn't want to fall. So because I didn't want to fall, I didn't venture too far out of my comfort zone. And I just skated around the rink, not taking a chance to do a different move. Just staying the same. Playing it safe so I don't fall. And I never learned how to do new moves. And therefore, I never really learned how to skate very well. The way that I skated was like everyone else. Like I was skating down the sidewalk. (laughs) Not like I was skating in a roller rink to music. So, firing. What is the best technique for firing? Social media? A letter in the mail? An email? A text message? A phone call? Face to face? Come on down to my office. I'm about to fire you. All I can say is how I don't want to be fired. <laughs> and that is how I don't want to be fired is Work the whole day and face to face. And um, I think that's the worst way. Um, A phone call might be a little less 
less um, of a of a sting because the other person doesn't see your face and you can kind of hide your emotions because of that. I think an email or a text message is too informal. Um, so we learn as we go along the way. Now, I learned that I was fired from the last job I was fired from through somebody calling me saying they just heard, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, sorry for what? They were like, oh, I just heard you were fired. I was like, wow, that was the first time I'm hearing it. <laughs> so I actually heard I was fired through a coworker who um, said that it was announced that I was no longer working with the agency. Uh, I thought that was the worst way to fire someone is to get notified by someone else. At the time, I kind of felt like Mary J. Blige, when she found out KC was not her boyfriend, he announced it in an interview on a TV show from London. <laughs> you know, that's when she found out that they were not as serious as she thought. And it's not the best way to do things. Uh, I think at least hearing it from the person is the best thing to do. It's not easy to do, but it's the best thing to do. And as a boss, if that's what you are or that's what you aspire to be, you have the tough job of doing the firing and just getting gear for it because if you want to walk in those shoes, you have to take on the tough part of the job and that's part of it, but you can do it. And you'll learn the best way to do it for yourself that makes you feel comfortable and that's fair to whoever it is you're talking to. And remember, this is a learning curve. The end can sometimes be the beginning. I learned that. I thought it was the end. Everyone around me thought it was the end when I got fired from that last job. But it turned into a wonderful business and it led me back to exactly where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Create the Universe that you want to live, work, and play in. Until next time, have a wonderful day. And don't forget to tell your friends about this podcast. So they can check it out and they can learn some tips on how to run their home care business. <laughs>